I read a ton of self-growth literature, which means I'm turning into my father. <laughs> oh man, I never thought I'd end up here. What is up, people? jean Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast, where I help people get lean, gain muscle, and build, you know what, some damn confidence. And today, we're talking about the books I read for self-growth. I am all about growing and developing as a person. There are times in my life where I really, really needed to grow, and the literature that I read and the books that I read helped lay a foundation for me to look at my life in a different way and enable me to develop my personality and to become a better version of myself. The truth is, is I'm not proud of every version of myself or some of the things that I've done in the past. And it's through reading and expanding my mind that I've been able to sharpen myself and make myself a better version of myself. Now, you might look at this and be like, oh, self-growth, that's so stupid, whatever, uh, you know, pop off, I guess, if you're not interested. <laughs> but if you want to take a look into the operating system that is my brain, many of these books have helped me update myself and improve my life and improve my company and my business and my emotional state and my way of being with other people in my life. It's just helped me in so many different ways. And so let's go ahead and get started. Now, I've mentioned this book several times. I'm going to be mentioning it again though. The first book on here is The Obstacle is the way. Now, you're going to notice that there's some overlap in these books. I'm making an episode of this podcast where I talk about books that I read for improving my business, and some of them are going to be similar to the books that I read for self-growth because self-growth affects every aspect of your life. So, you know, whether that be business or relationships, personal relationships, interpersonal relationships, it's all one and the same when you are a business owner. That's just the way that it is. And it should be all one and the same for most people if you really think about what your life is and if you're really pursuing the thing that you're passionate about. That's important. So, you know, The Obstacle is the Way is written by an author uh, that I really love, Ryan Holiday. He's written a lot of books. Uh, he also wrote Ego is the Enemy and recently he wrote a book called Conspiracy. All really excellent books. And it's rooted in this idea of Stoic philosophy. And Stoicism is, you know, a philosophy that's about how to achieve what you want in life. It's a philosophy that's been around, you know, since the Greek time or older than that. And it's a philosophy that's very practical. So it's less abstract. So when people think of philosophy, they think of like Socrates or Descartes, you know, I think, therefore I am, or, you know, do I exist, or, you know, uh, all that stuff, right? And that stuff's great if you like it, but I like things that are practical to you in developing yourself as a person. So, you know, and that being said, what Ryan does so well in this book is he tracks three different ideas that are found within Stoic philosophy that was written by people like Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, and these three traits are called perception, action, and the will. And they all work together and independently of each other within each person and each person's life. And so what perception is, is just the idea of your outlook on life and you know, lo knowing how to look at things, knowing how to look at bad things, knowing how to look at good things, knowing how to use opportunities or bad things as opportunities. It's your outlook on life. Action is what you do with what you've extrapolated mentally. So what you've perceived. So what is it that you do? And it's the right kind of action. You know, do you take the right action when something bad happens to you? Or do you wallow in it? Do you see the opportunity in the obstacle? The impediment to action becomes the obstacle. Wait, the impediment to action becomes the way the obstacle is the way, right? Uh, it's a quote by Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, 
But essentially it's this idea that you want in, in action, you want to make sure that you're taking the right path towards everything that you do. And so something that can seem awful if you take the right action can actually benefit you if you see it that way. And also your perception of a challenge, right, can either make or break you. So if something happens to you, something huge and something bad, and all you think is like, oh, I'm never gonna get past this, then you won't. There's a story in there that I really like by Einstein where, no, Einstein, who invented the light probe? Edison, Edison. I don't know why I mix these two people up. They look totally different, but you get the point. Edison, where you know Edison's laboratory and his company are doing super well, and his kids wake him up one night, and this is at the height of his popularity. His kids wake him up, and they're like, Dad, the laboratory is burning down. So he gets up, he steps outside, and he looks, and his whole lab with all his life's work and all these great, amazing, beautiful inventions that he's made and he's dedicated himself to for years are burning to the ground. And he looks at his kids and he says, go get your mother, we're never gonna see a fire this great. And his family is all, what? You don't care? And his response, his perception of the situation, was that when something like this happens, it will help you be unstruck with ennui. I believe that's the way that he said it. So essentially, when something bad happens to you, it can push you and catapult you into trying and working harder, taking action. And actually, because he took action and he didn't see this as this unsurmountable goal or this unsurmountable obstacle, he was able to grow his company that year more than he ever had in the history of the company. So that is the power of taking good perception and then action. And then the will. The will is just the will to be, the will to continue, and the will to know that sometimes things happen that are out of your control right? That amor fate, a love of fate. Sometimes, you know, something bad happens that's out of your hands. Don't dwell on it. Just move on. And there's more to the will, but that kind of describes at least the way that I remember it uh, from reading the book. I found this book to be really helpful. I was going through a really hard time when I started my company and I was having a hard time having proper perception and taking proper action and having a proper will with regards to what I was doing. This book helped me out in my personal life and it's always something that I go back to. I listen to it because I don't really read most of my books. I listen to it at least once a year. All right, the next one is I Can't Make This Up by Kevin Hart. And that's not so much a self-growth book as it is a autobiography and a self-growth book. So Kevin Hart is a person who really has struggled a lot in his life. And he you know, is one of the most famous comedians in the world right now, and he you know, sold out Madison Square Garden by himself multiple times. He's done so many incredible things. He's a person who gives back to the health and fitness community. He's a person who takes care of people. You know, he's a pretty decent guy aside from some issues that he's had with his personal life with his you know, wife and things like that. I mean, his ex-wife, uh, he's a pretty good guy and he had to work really hard to get there. But amongst that, he had a lot of obstacles and problems. He grew up poor. He grew up with a lot of really bad situations in his life, a, a dad who was drug addicted, just different things like that. And so, you know, I like hearing people's stories like that because when I look at them, I say, you know what, if that person had all those problems in their life and all those things and they made it, I can surely do what I'm doing. And so he gives you these little pearls of wisdom as he's telling these messed up but funny stories about his past and how he's able to develop and grow from them. Again, that's all that goes back to what Ryan was saying. It's all the perception and the action that you take in certain situations. So 
It's a really awesome, great read. Another book that I really enjoy is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Really awesome book. It has a corny name. My dad told me about this book years ago, and I always thought I'm not going to read a book with that title. The book was written in like 1930 or 1940, so it's really old. But when I finally read it, I was like, holy shit, this Dale Carnegie guy was way ahead of his time. I mean, some of the things that he talks about in this book are stuff that we would talk about now in a modern day about how to communicate with people and how to perceive them and so it's all about how you know what motivates and drives people and better ways to tell people things and how not to come across as argumentative but how to be helpful in people's lives and how to actually influence people there are morals in there that i really like you know it goes through a bunch of different historical examples so it's not just somebody espousing you know, their personal values. Dale's not just like saying things like you shouldn't talk about people or you should be nice to people or you shouldn't be argumentative. It's not like that. It's like here is a thought and then here's a historical example of why this belief that I have is accurate and here's kind of the psychology behind it. And what I find in this book is that it's helped me better empathize with my clients and better help me understand what drives and motivates people. Some people might think that that is manipulative. It is hardly that. What I do, or what you're doing when you're reading a book like this, is you're understanding people's motivations and their desires and trying to talk to them on the level of what's important to them. And therefore, your relationship can be better when you do that. And you can feel better as a person. At the same time, you can also identify when someone is being disrespectful to you, or someone is difficult, or someone is bad, when you learn about better communication patterns. I just adore that book, and again, that's another one that I read. There are a lot of references to Abraham Lincoln that are really awesome, and other like historical people, Eleanor Roosevelt, other people who really influenced the shaping of this country, so it's just a magnificent book. You have to, have to read it. The next one is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson, and when you hear that title, you might think that this is a book of not giving a fuck or like hedonism or like party party or like don't care what people think about you. But it's not really about that. It's about this idea that you've only got so many fucks to give in life and you only have so many things that you can care about. And giving your mental energy to things that don't matter or to people that don't matter are going to negatively affect you and inhibit you from growing and developing as a person. That you should cherish the things that matter to you and care about the things that matter to you and that are most important and not get hung up on things that do not. Really, really great book. It's funny. You know, I like the fact that it curses its course. All these other books are clean and they've got great analysis and history. This is a little bit more from his perspective. So it's, it's written in a modern context. The guy is young. Uh, he's a great writer. I enjoy the book. It's awesome. Also, he's also somebody who's made a lot of mistakes in his life. So that's the other level of added interest is that when you hear someone who's made boo-boos in their life, they have perspective that or they have pearls of wisdom because they've made those mistakes. And that is what makes them so interesting. This person isn't talking to you from a high horse. They're talking to you from what they've done. And the last book that I'm gonna bring up is Rise and Grind by Damon John. Huge fan of Damon John. You can see him on Shark Tank and really inspiring guy. I love the way that he talks. And you know, he was the creator of FUBU. So For Us, By Us, a popular brand in the 90s, and I think the late 80s. And the reason I like this book is because he talks about just like work ethic and you know, personal growth and development is a part of your work ethic.
and that's something that is important to me. So the book kind of goes through different examples of other people who really push themselves, get up, and what their rise and grind looks like. And it's really cool because they'll go from anybody from a preacher like Joel Olstein, talking about what his life is like, to a rapper like, uh, uh, not Chance the Rapper, but who's the lead singer of Odd Future? That guy, the guy who's the lead singer of Odd Future. <laughs> it's just evaporating from my, Tyler the Creator, Tyler the Creator. They'll, they'll talk about Tyler the Creator and you know his workflow and what his rise and grind looks like. And you get in the mind of these people and you see how they think, like how they rest, what they eat, what they do to accomplish what they accomplish and how they relax in order to give themselves downtime so that they can accomplish things. And you can find similarities. Joel Osteen and Tyler the Creator would probably never hang out, but Oddly enough, their rise and grinds have similarities. The things that they do have a similarity in between them. Sure, one's vulgar and one's sacrilegious and one is a spiritual person or a spiritual leader, but there is a similarity in their creative process. And it's really interesting to hear those things because you can take little nibbles and pieces of different peoples to build your own creative path and your own um, Self-growth, if you're a creator like myself, is oftentimes rooted in understanding how you operate the best to make creative things, to be creative. So I strongly suggest that you check that book out. All right, people, thank you so much for tuning in to the Total Body Training Podcast. Until next time, peace.